You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. My name's Clancy Overall. I'm joined by Wendell Hussey and Errol Parker. Big week for the Batuta Advocate this week, a historic week. We had the premiere for our new Paramount Plus television series down there in Sydney on Tuesday night at the uh, iconic heritage-listed Art Deco Randwick Ritz. Not a bad little do. A few of the Sydney elites yep. down there, the media types. Yeah, Sydney elites. We had Ray Martin and Willie Mason and Tyson Pedro and a couple of Sheilas from MAFs. You know, that was the first time I'd ever laid eyes on Ray Martin. I'd never heard of him until then. Well, you did call Roy. him Ron. Roy Martin? You called him Roy Martin? Ron Martin. Oh, he is Ray. Ray. Yeah, I was no. also surprised to learn that he's not in his 60s. But all than that, what are look, we he's in good nick. Mid-70s. He's as old as Bernie Sanders. Well, look, that... He's as, he's younger than Joe Biden, though. That makes sense when you start him he's up in better nick than all of them. At the Ritz there. Mm. Now, uh, thank you, by the way, Ray Martin, for uh, introducing us on stage and running the Q&A. Felt like, I don't know if this is what you meant, but it kind of felt like a passing of the torch a little bit. I don't know. Some people were saying that's what it looked like. Um, anyway, Batuta Advocate presents out now on Paramount+. Plus. But uh, in the meanwhile, we're going to give you our best headlines, our most popular and most important, and most groundbreaking headlines of the week. What have we got in the news, Wendell Hussey? Well, we'll start off with something that's a little bit politically related, and the headline reads like this. Country that voted Macklemore number one is being trusted with a historic referendum. Yes, in a scenario similar to giving the car keys and credit card to a 10-year-old and asking them to pop down to the shops and get ingredients for dinner that they will have to make themselves, the Australian voting public is being trusted with a historic referendum. We're talking about the referendum on a voice to parliament, which of course won't see our political system torn down and rebuilt, but it is occurring in a nation that voted Macklemore's Thrift Shop as the greatest song of 2012. Often touted as the world's biggest music democracy, the Triple J Hottest 100 counts down the best songs of the past year as voted for by the people. In 2012, US rapper Macklemore took the top honours, a fact that only becomes more embarrassing when you remember that the top five also included Monsters of Men, Old J, Mumford and Son, and of course Kendrick Lamar. Uh, that well, year. that's not an embarrassment, Kendrick Lamar, surely. No, he's cool, isn't he? Well, it's it's, it's an embarrassment that those all ranked above him. He's, he can speak very quickly, eh? I, it's too fast for me. What about even quicker than Macklemore when he goes, What? Yo, what? it was 99 cents! Well, I don't even know what this bloke looks like. What? What? Uh, he, he looks um, like an AFL player. Caused quite a stir when he came out with that same love for the grand final, Errol Parker. It was a disgraceful political stunt that the NRL pulled. I don't As Peter Dunn said, he should have sung an anti-gay song as well to give it balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know if, if too many exist in the, the lexicon in this country in the Great Australian Songbook. Yes, there no. are dire straits money for nothing when they go, look at that F word. He ain't working money for nothing and the kicks are free. Macklemore could have done a good rendition of that, I guess. Word, word. Um, yes, sir. We'll head overseas for our next story and a couple who bought a house last year are miraculously travelling around the Amalfi Coast. It is quite incredible, uh, really, Wendell. Despite having to beg, borrow and steal to scrape together a deposit for a $1.4 million dua upper in Batuta's French Quarter, a local couple are currently enjoying a six-week sojourn 
along the Mediterranean. Yes, speaking to us from Sorrento while enjoying a couple 20 euro Aperol spritz, the young couple said they're enjoying a much needed escape from the Australian winter. Obviously, they have made arrangements with the bank of mum and dad, saying that they were in desperate need of holiday. So uh, sometimes you just have to make things happen. Ah, oh, 100%. Oh, well. First against the wall with them. And what else is making news, Wendell? Well, we've Speaking got of next, a- next against the wall will be this bloke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're talking about a career public servant who took a 90-minute lunch break, coming out and saying that this new generation are entitled. Yes, 74-year-old Bill Wilston has informed the advocate that he holds grave, grave concerns for the younger generation. The Roads and Maritime employee, who has enjoyed the perks of a government job for the overwhelming majority of his life, said he's concerned about how the economy is going to function with all these hangers-on. As the man who takes every second Friday off despite working a regular nine-to-five with an hour lunch break says, these young'uns just don't have a good work ethic. And Bill went on to tell us that all that they want to do really is just go on holidays around the world and be praised for it. And then he peeled off to do a two-hour-long work meeting about something he had no idea about. Yes, um, this is the bloke that everyone in his office thought had retired at 62, but it turns out he'd just taken 10 years' long service leave on half pay. Yeah, and I think... He returned to the office at 72 with the same skills he had in the early 1960s. He did the grey nomad thing, and I think there's probably a little bit of that in this story. There's probably just a bit of post-holiday blues for Bill there. Mm. Yeah, I think Bill could be projecting, like he could have to go back to work because of how he raised his own children. So mm. now he probably has to raise his grandchildren. Yeah, so. yeah. That's. I mean, you never know. You yeah. know. You don't know what's going. We only you know, don't know what's happening. We, in we don't know home. his truth. We don't yeah. know his. We know his name, not his story. We'll okay. finish up with another local story, and a bloke who can't really afford fifteen hundred dollars for an ADHD assessment is just going to continue punching bongs. Yes, young Ian Marsden has today revealed the peculiar situation he's found himself in. After realising his experience when munching on dexamphetamines is quite different to some of his friends' experience and being sledged by his mates about having ADHD due to his fucking depraved behaviour and uh, inability to focus on a single conversation, Ian decided it was time to go and see if there was some truth to it all. Could you imagine what kind of company a young man named Ian with ADHD would be? I think it would be quite interesting, but not wanting to be one of those, you know, hipsters who does those TikTok self-diagnoses, Ian reportedly trudged off to see a specialist doctor to see if he could get sorted out. However, after being told that he should cough up a couple of grand to get a diagnosis and some medication, the cash-poor young man decided to, you know, just keep on ripping bongs until his regular GP as an available bulk billing spot. Which probably won't be any time soon. Oh, these poor doctors, mate. You know, they're just they're not getting enough, You should just be just able to it. tell a chemist what you want and get it, like, in Thailand. Mm, true. Like, their system works so much better. Like, you don't need some, like, uppity fucking old prick doctor with a disgraceful gut hanging over his belt to tell you that mm. you need to do this and do that. It's like, just give me some Valium, you red-faced and it's just the way fuck the, off. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, the there we go. geared the uh, health system, Errol Parker. Yeah, all well, the steps along the way. Everyone needs to cash in. capitalism. It's what this government's done to us, turned us into savages. No one wants to be GPs anymore. Oh, it's such a hard job, isn't it? No GP. No, yeah. no, oh, no, no. You don't get paid no. that much money. No, no, oh as in, no, no, as in, like, if you're an academic. Oh, my kid no. has eczema. Here, here's some steroid cream. <laughs> oh, Let no. me Google. No, as yeah, in, have me- some Panadol and a glass of water. And what a I'm saying is, down, aside like. from that, medical students want to spend 10 more years at university and focus on the intricacies of thumb bones. It's so much to- better being a surgeon because you can just, like, when you're old as a surgeon, you just come in and do the hard part and you fuck off and you charge our health system out 
the fucking ring hole to fucking and you abuse eye medication yeah, I think like oh some fucking old dude needs a new knee no fucking worries I'm not gonna have to cut him open I'm just gonna have to go in there and tighten some fucking screws and then charge the taxpayer like $55,000 all so this guy can just continue to just fucking faff around with a poor diet and chain smoke with his brand new knee in there I think a lot of these young kids they're the sons of surgeons sons of doctors too uh, Clancy overall so Generational. You, know, you can afford to just spend 10 years studying some weird thumb bone that you just mentioned there bit detached yeah from I can just I can just live in my parents pool house and fucking mm. learn how to be the same doctor that my dad is easy peasy here here anyway. anyway that's all from us this week thank you for tuning in and please tune in to our new uh, Paramount Plus TV show we're probably going to win Logies there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of whispers out there we'll speak to you next week bye bye ciao